This is a HeadGum Original. In 1977, NASA sent two solid gold records into space so that aliens might find them and understand life on Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager. Now, we're making new records with our friends. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Caleb. Honestly, be and be honest because sometimes you have, sometimes you tell little fibs what's going on with you. It's an awesome question. Well, um, I can't, what's, what is going on with me? Do you have something for me to say? You live No, not at all. No, I mean, I, I know did a, a lot of laundry. Yeah, you did some laundry. You went rock climbing recently. You have a giant cut on your leg that you won't stop talking about. I have the biggest cut on my leg. I have the biggest cut on my leg. Um, Unfortunately, it is because I'm like a 13-year-old girl learning to shave her legs. I did cut my leg shaving in such an insane way. I could say the grossest thing in the world right now, and I don't want to because... Is it the part about the the leftover skin in the trash can? Well, yeah, I did put the leftover skin in a trash oh, can, but it was like <laughs> it was like using a vegetable peeler on my leg. It was Shelby the craziest. Joel Wolstein. <laughs> I, I mean, and now the thing is, is that it's healing, and in that process, oh. it's um, really hurting more. It's itching all the time because it's huh. sort of like scabbing and hurting. Honey. So that's been pretty difficult for me to go through, and it's actually happened. It's been ongoing for the past like three recordings i think so people keep hearing me and not knowing that i'm going through something if i know anything about healing it's this it always itches it hurts <laughs> and then it feels better and then it hurts some more and it keeps going like that until you're all good and i am just waiting for the day that it itches so much that i ac- accidentally get rid of the scab you know when that happens and then it sort of starts mm-hmm. the process over again in a pretty powerful way mm-hmm. um but yeah i have been struggling with that that is so true i've bought more mm-hmm. band-aids than anyone ever has mm-hmm. i was gushing blood on my bathroom floor yeah, well, moving on to me, because that's gross. Um, what, are you going to talk about your head again? There's a very real possibility that I have internal brain bleeding, but that's actually not what I was going to talk about. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about, um, I'm spiraling right now at this very moment because I um, had a table read for um, a job and I texted um, some people afterwards, something that I thought was pretty funny. And, and they ignored you? No one has texted me back. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, getting fired after the first table read. That's actually awesome. No, I love that. Um, so, you know, if I were any of the up- people on the text, people that could fire you or just people that you'll have to work with pretty intimately. Um, I don't know. I, you know, the thing about me and, uh, the entertainment industry is I don't know who is, does anything. Like, I don't know. Like if you told me that a writer's assistant fired and hired people, I'd be like, incredible. I have no idea. I don't know what a producer is. I don't fully know what a director's job is. Um, I just show up. I've never heard some of these words before. <laughs> producer and director threw you off? Assistant. 
We <laughs> assist. Okay, tight. Uh, look, hey, to be honest with you, we've talked enough about me and my anxieties. We have to bring in our guest today. So true. She's truly an incredible stand-up comedian, one of my favorites. She got half-hour specials on Comedy Central and Netflix, an album called Glitter Cheese. She hosts her own podcast about Wanted or SVU that I'm sure she will talk about. Which we are truly addicted to the show, so that's huge. For this household. It's called That's Messed Up. That's Messed Up. It's an SVU podcast. And she played a freaking waitress in The King of Staten Island, made by Apatow Productions. Maybe you've heard of it. Everybody put your paws and fins together for our dear friend, Lisa, Lisa Traeger. Hello. Thank you. It's an honor. I'm so happy to be here, but I can't believe you made me listen to like sanding down a scab. Yeah. 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 Really disgusting, Lisa. <laughs> really, so really long. unwell. Okay. It's not really my fault. Like, I didn't choose this life this life chose me you went rock climbing though that's a choice but this didn't happen rock climbing. <laughs> that's a choice rock exactly. climbing is a choice this didn't happen rock climbing <laughs> oh did i make that up this happened oh, no, she went rock climbing. i go rock climbing that <laughs> oh, is a choice that i make <laughs> i can't believe i made up that your injury was rock climbing related mm, i <laughs> well, do have a rock climbing related injury but it's different <laughs> I had rock climbing in high school one semester and I threatened to kill a girl and I had like they were like you're gonna fail unless you earn her trust back what? So I had to earn her trust back over the semester to the point where she would let me belay her because... and this was a gym class <laughs> yeah and you they had to can't earn make trust that. To get they a can't make credit? that part of your grade they can't make the, they can't make that your peers trust you be part of your they grade they were like alright okay. physical education <laughs> three tenants physical fitness <laughs> emotional trust it was rough um it was a hard time i will never rock climb again i mean i would never rock climb to begin with i i will say that my uh college when i first got to the campus the like semester before or something or recently before i got there they had gotten a huge brand new rock wall in this like gorgeous gym that they made and everyone was obsessed with it and i was like this looks horrible i could never climb up there and i couldn't no what i got into in college was racquetball and i want to get back in okay lisa anytime you want to go to a racquetball court i will meet you there i'm constantly trying to do that i did that a lot in college I would go to the JCC, the Jewish Community Center. Um, oh, I, don't know if I you know. guys are familiar. Okay, <laughs> I'm familiar. That's where um, me and my dad would play. Okay, I will buy a racket and a ball if you're down to find it. I would I'm love so to play. down. Do you guys play backgammon? No, because that's my new thing too. I don't think I've ever played backgammon, but we can get into it for sure. I would do it for you. Yeah, everybody on everybody on the call who's Jewish, say so. <laughs> yeah, me. Okay, and you know that we're so yeah. <laughs> yeah, my last name's Wolstein, can, and I look this way. I can. I can go to the Jewish Community Center with you guys, can't I? Yeah. You have to yeah, ask yeah. three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. I will ask three times. I'll ask five times. I don't care. Did you learn that from Sex in the City or did you know that before? Oh, I took I took an intro to Judaism class when I was okay. living in Chicago and I learned it there at Temple Shalom on Lakeshore Drive. Wow. Temple Shalom. And I really liked that class. It was really fun. Yeah, Judaism has a lot of like fun symbolism and art and like snacks. Uh, there, I can imagine how that's a fun class. There's lots of cool stories. Yeah, and it was cool because I was, I've was i always been... The thing about religion, my religion growing up, Christianity, always stressed me out was the hard, definitive, psychotic answers. And then I went to a Jewish temple and I was like, what are the answers? And they were like, we don't know. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I love that. You know what I mean? That felt very cool to me. Yeah, no hell, ever, you know, learn to forgive. It's nice. It's nice. It's a and nice it's like, little thing. Yeah, you ask a lot of questions. Three times. 
in fact. I, well, at the Passover table, I always talked about Izzy. He would go to, for, to school and come back. I, I saw the cat. That was fun. We got to get the cat out of the frame. Keep going, yeah. Lisa. I'm so <laughs> sorry. This cat. is unprofessional. No, I don't even fully remember it. But I, every year I had, a pa- I had to read a story about a kid and his parents, instead of asking, did you learn anything in school, would say, did you ask any good questions in school today? And oh. I, would, I would read that every year. Wait, oh, that's cute. That is cute. Yeah. yeah. Cute is good. <laughs> Lisa, do you have any children? I don't have children. I'm actually chi- child free by choice, um, and I will never have kids. Um, I, and I, I'm proudly <laughs> child free. I don't know if you asked as a funny joke, but no, no, no. I, Literally, you answered so sincerely, and it made me remember that that's actually a super sexist question. But to me, it was funny because it's funny to imagine comics having kids in general. No, but my whole social life. I think you guys are a little younger than me. Um, I. I'm an aunt to 50 children. Every, all of my social Aww. engagements are around naps, are around bedtimes, are around when my friends can have a sitter. I'm meeting a new baby on Tuesday. I am constantly... <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. And all the kids like me, and I put in minimal effort. I think they they sense my spirit because uh, my friend Kara, my co-host of my podcast, like Rosie, they are like, who's your best friend? Lisa. Lisa gave me this. Where's Lisa's house? I gotta go. And so it feels obviously good, but I am beloved. And I'm just constantly playing with children that are not my own. You could be a children's game. You should be. A, you could be like a, a host of a children's TV show. I could see like that a for Freddy you. Spaghetti type deal. Our mutual friend Sabrina Jalice did host Sabrina Jalice, a, a child survivor in Canada. Did she? I didn't know she did that. Yes, that's how she made her money to buy her first property. Was hosting a child survivor, and things we have got to talk wild. to her about that. <laughs> yes, yes, children crying, challenging. There's periods, like it's wild. I mean, we hang out with Woofie, her son, and he's he's kind of a child survivor on his own. Yeah, he's running around. Yeah, I saw him yesterday. I was like, "Do you need shoes or a shirt, or we're just taking a walk like this?" Yeah, uh, no, yeah he's. he's the, he's, he's a man like of the mountains. He's a man yeah. of the mountains. He gave me when I most recently saw him. He gave me a rock as a gift. I kept it. You know, he's pretty. He he thinks a little bit differently. He's outside of the box. I like him. Yeah, yeah. he was sort of asking to be spun in a chair for I would say ten minutes, and eventually we thought, <laughs> "Hey, are you getting dizzy?" And he said, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> drugs for them. Did you guys used to choke each other out in junior high? No, I was um, too we scared. Did, we did um uh like cans of things like uh asthma things what are they called inhalers inhalers Inhalers. we would do inhalers of like things that would make you pass out oh wow we choked each other out Uh, did anyone ever get hurt lisa no one died or anything but we would videotape ourselves because people would go insane and then you'd watch yourself and be like i did that because you would have no oxygen and it was fucked i would feel really bad about how i looked on that tape (laughs) (laughs) i you ever like see yourself doing something like even just like running or like shooting a basketball or something, someone records it on their phone and then you see the video and you're like, why did my face morph? Why didn't I just look normal or plain? I was recently on an HBO Max show called Pause with Sam J wearing a dildo fucking a watermelon. And I would say it was tough to people to were screenshotting it being like, Hello, my friend. And I'm like. You cannot send me these photos. I actually, there was a video that I posted on Twitter and I at one point I guess like like rolled one eye the other eye was forward and people kept commenting with a screenshot of like that face that I made and being like this face lol and I was like enough. I didn't yeah. know I made the face. It's such a small part of the video. Can you guys just like not 
highlight oh, this part. Oh, I love when people do that. When people when people compliment me on a choice, like they'll be like, "Oh my god, the way you made yourself have seventeen chins at this part was such a funny." Ch-. I'm like, mm, "Didn't know I did that, babe." <laughs> really, please don't screenshot that back to me. <laughs> I hate that. Don't want to see it. Don't want to know it. Don't want to know you noticed. Don't want to know anyone has. Yeah, it's uh, people are rude sometimes. I, sometimes <laughs> I went because there's now photographers at every fucking show, and sometimes I'm like, "Art, do you hate me?" <laughs> are you not good at your job or do I look terrible constantly? But it, like sometimes I'm like, why would you do this? You know, this is not going to make me happy. Or do they see something beautiful, something that I don't see? But it yeah, really is in the eye of the holder of the camera. And one guy, I remember taking my photo and I was like, just make sure I don't have a double chin. And he goes, I don't know if I can guarantee that. And I went, well, then you don't get to take my photo. Well, then no picture. How about that? Yeah. I mean, I don't scenario. know if I can guarantee that is the biggest drag I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. Also, when people do show pictures, everyone else on the lineup, their pictures will look truly stunning. Like they will look gorgeous. They're always doing like a perfect like act out where they're like moving. And then it gets to me and I look so stupid. Like I've never done stand up before in my life. I look I look uninteresting. I look unexcited. I don't know how. And it's like I, I know I was having a good time up there. <laughs> I don't know how it happens. Yeah, I'm like, are these all my enemies? Have I made all these enemies? enemies or but sometimes it's like maybe you're just not that good of a photographer that's what i choose to believe mm-hmm. anyone who's ever taken a bad picture of me bad photographer anyone who's taken <laughs> a good picture of me annie Leibowitz. yeah <laughs> have you guys had it where you talk about fran Leibowitz and the person you're talking to thinks you're talking about annie Leibowitz the whole time no caleb once was watching a fran Leibowitz documentary and i genuinely thought it was about to be about annie Leibowitz. i was yeah. in the kitchen cooking <laughs> being like all right get to the pictures and she's like living in new york <laughs> I, like, I have a really important question and it's this lisa what would you put on your golden records okay um i'm so glad you're starting this um i this was really hard good to pick five things I, it was really hard because you also want to be cool but not because i was like spice girls lollipops from limited two and i was like you're trying too hard and then it would just be <laughs> the simpsons you're not trying enough so it was like really um tough but number one um to me, Britney Spears is the queen of the universe. Her at her <laughs> hottest and her prime is the hottest woman to ever exist. A close second is Pam Anderson in her prime. But Ooh, yeah. other than that, to me, it's Britney is everything. And MTV early 2000s, late 90s, that's like my wheelhouse of joy. Um, I still mostly, like I wore a Victoria's Secret pink shirt this week. I really live in that era. Mm-hmm. And um, MTV's making of a video was the best. I love the end where it's like... In five, four, three, two... What? And now, the world premiere of the Britney Spears movie. You drive me crazy. So, um, I picked Britney Spears' catalog of all her episodes of making the video on MTV. I love that. I have to ask you. This is just... And listen, Lisa, I know you might not like this. This is my job as a journalist. I have to ask these kind of questions. They're difficult for me and for you. If you had to pick one above all the rest, what would it be? Um, Oops, I did it again. Oh, you didn't care at all. (laughs) Actually, easiest question ever. I did my whole journalist speech and you were like, no, this is easy. I mean, I love Lucky as well. I mean, all like it would be between Lucky and Oops, but Oops, like those highlights, those frosted eyeshadow with a nice clear gloss, the lace latex the reference to titanic i i loved her i loved it and then the director of that directed everybody by the backstreet boys i think like joseph connors and he does taylor swift videos so he's also or was it that guy nigel but whatever the director was prolific too but britney to me like her tan 
Her highlights, her hair, everything. I loved it so much. That red latex jumpsuit is presently on display and has been like my whole life. Well, not my whole life. Ever since the video came out on display at Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In Ohio. In Cleveland, Ohio. I've been to Cleveland 15 times, never cared to go there, but no one ever told me that fact. And next time I'm fucking going. Yeah, there you go. You I gotta go. It was it's, like, uh, I don't need to see Mick Jagger's coat, but I know. No, but you I do need this. to see Britney Spears' red latex suit, which I have seen there. Honestly, Lisa, you should do a, you should do a stand-up special in a mock of that suit. Yeah, <laughs> I would. You need to look really... That's like a full-on four-month fitness regime, I think. You don't... You can't have... You know, you just can't have anything out of there. You need to look perfect like our queen. Well, and you need the room to be really cool because yes. um, latex is going to really get it's going to get sweaty. <laughs> it's my get- dream um, Britney Halloween costume. Do you know that um, when she wore live, it was like a pink latex tube top with white latex pants with pink like knee pads? Mm-mm. No. Is this like before? You're, like, Do I sound old? Like, do no. you care about no, Britney? No, no, no. We're huge Britney heads in this household i'm searching yeah. that out i'm though. but i'm looking right now when she wore a blue like almost mock denim latex vest oh with, wow with a latex faux denim latex pants and that is an aesthetic oh i see what you're talking about here the, yeah, with the pigtails the knee pads and the pigtails and the big chunky sneakers oh yeah something horrible that happened to me uh well i guess that i did to myself but also kind of anyway when i was growing up in the closet i tried so hard not to um like in va- like be interested in anything i thought was gay so there are so many th- references now that i'm like no britney spears was prime things i should have been paying attention to but if i ever heard someone talking about britney spears outfits i'd be like whatever you know yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and now i don't know ever, it but did you ever go oh i'd fuck britney like did you ever go i don't know if i ever said stuff like that like i don't okay. think i was ever really talking like that. i remember i don't think i was sheltered at all but i remember i vividly i was in like eighth grade and some guys were talking about coming and i was like what i mean quite i wasn't saying anything but in my head i was like what is coming like literally i had no idea what was going on and all these guys i guess were already like hooking up like not having sex but like getting hand jobs and stuff i mean i just thought it was so crazy when guys would say in like sixth grade like i want to fuck so and so i'd be like what's going on (laughs) no the early sexual kids i remember yeah that's like so shocking when you hear about someone sucking a dick and you're like (gasps) what i didn't know we were there yet yeah yeah it's 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 really bad i was a camp counselor listeners know that because i can't shut up about it but my kid camp jew camp jew camp camp moden in belgrade maine and it like i started being a counselor my kids were 10 and then i like stayed with them till they were like 13 14 and then they were like kissing boys and like talking bases and i was like i'm not saying that you're not allowed to do these things i'm saying i don't want to hear about it because it is freaky to me you guys are freaky and it It weirded me out so much they would be like i want to hook up with blah blah blah." i was like you can't hook up with anyone you're a child you're a baby well it's also (laughs) jealousy a little bit i'm re-watching laguna beach and it's like seeing these (laughs) teens like fucking and being confident and flirty and going to sushi dinners i'm like fuck that's such a cool life to just be high school in california is the biggest flex anyone ever has caleb and i will drive (laughs) to high school and be like what do you mean (laughs) kids kids grew up here that's insane (laughs) that's insane they shouldn't be able to yeah they're going to cabo and i'm like fuck cool you guys are cool they're like taking boats to like balboa island and you're like what do you mean just like for the day (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it rocks, but, but it sucks for me. But yeah, also, I th- I guess I need to talk about like the specialness of making of a video and like what mm-hmm. the aliens would get from it, I guess, is like. I love seeing them lip sync, how many takes it takes, the choreography, like the effort it goes in. And I loved learning how shitty things looked, but then how good they looked in the music video. Because you're like, that set doesn't look as good. So you learn about cameras, too, which I like. Yeah. And movie magic. Yes, exactly. And hair and makeup and her being nice to everyone on set and just how everything's a team effort. You know, she really did always come off so sweet. Still does. She is now in kind of a, a way where I'm worried, but before in a way that I wasn't worried and was just like, oh, oh. She's really nice. Do you guys remember? I'm gonna cry. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember when she posted a video of her dancing on Instagram and people and were you could like, hear her ankle crack? No, <laughs> why oh. would that make me cry? And people were like. People were like commenting or is there some reason that she had to post something like, I never said I was the best dancer in the world, but I just like to dance. It's fun. Yeah. No, it oh. really broke my heart. <laughs> it's so fucking sad. It's like, let her and dance. It's, 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 she ca- captioned that on another video of her dancing being like, I just do it to let loose. It's it's what I like to do. And you're like, okay. Like, leave her alone. She Why should she have to defend? Oh, wait, I have a question. Okay, Chris Crocker, go off. <laughs> Lisa, um, if you had to choose, <laughs> would you rather the aliens want to be Britney or be with Britney? Like, do you want them to be attracted to her or want them to aspire to be her? Oh, uh, wow. Can, so can, I bet want to be her. Want to be her. Yeah. Yeah. We need more Britneys in the world, I feel. Yeah, because yeah. if they do have like chameleon powers, it would be really great if they could make that happen. Because she changed the world. So if other people were able to hit what, like, be what Britney was, who knows what, like, future magic. Because all the pop girls today, everyone looks up to Britney. Like, when she was in Vegas, Miley was in the audience. Selena, like, everyone loved her. And through Britney, we got so much more music. So if an alien became Britney-esque, we c- who knows what we can get from them. Yeah. I, I, th- I have a fact that you guys might like. Um, Britney pays all her dancers on retainer because she likes working with who she's comfortable with so she doesn't want them getting other jobs but pays them the whole year whether they're working or not opposite of Taylor Swift who was like don't work for Katy Perry but I won't pay you a dime and fuck you Katy Perry and it's like if you want to keep your dancers you pay them on retainer so I just like that about her I love that more people should do that honestly that's a great fact. You have to pay the pe- you have to pay people what they're worth, and I think she um, she was loyal to people and worked with people for a long time, and I appreciate that about her. Pink also does that. Pink works with people for a very long time. If you're in Pink's band, uh, if you get into Pink's band, you're in Pink's band until like until you have a reason not to be. Like it's she's very loyal to the people she works with. I just watched her well, documentary. That's because she simply oh, yeah, can't trust anyone it. to fall from ribbons with her. She's <laughs> like she's like there's only so many people in Hollywood willing to fall from. A willing to fall from the ribbons. Ah, <laughs> uh, pink is so cool. Pink is so cool. I mean, that's another person. Like, uh, Britney was a, a big person who I feel. There are certain musicians who, and I don't know if this is stupid to say because maybe it's just like duh, but there are certain musicians who have a really huge like. Um, you inspired me to be myself culture culture around their fandom that like other people don't you know what I mean like people like Pink and Britney and like I feel like Katy Perry does have a big one too where like they're constantly people crying in the audience and being like I didn't know who I was until I heard your music which Lady is Gaga different. has that Gaga. Lady Gaga has the biggest yeah it's like it's different than just liking the music but Gaga has it I've said it before I'll say it again people are gonna get mad at me again I get uh, the way that Gaga has it is scary to me 
I find it Shall to be really cold-like and scary. Shelby. Um, this might not be what you want to hear, Shelby, but I do have a Lady Gaga sh- shower curtain. That's totally fine. I like okay. that people like her. I went to one concert. How can concert. that be fine? <laughs> that's definitely part of the cult energy. That's definitely, sorry, Lisa, I love you, but that's definitely part of the cult energy to have the shower curtain. Yeah, but you know cult is part of my family. My mom's in a cult. I'm fine with people Wait, being what in cult? cults. It's called, it's called Sai. She's going to listen to this. Well, okay, um, I lost a friend to Landmark, so I just didn't know which uh, What called. is Landmark? It's like you pay $500 and you go to a intensive self-help group therapy mm-hmm. and then you get sucked in. And so I was I was the girl that was brought on the day where it's like, bring a friend. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm not signing up, bitch. But she really delved in and I she might still be in Wait. it. Speaking of pop divas on podcasts, Lisa. So my number two, uh, but also my number one, I don't know. But um, I, I don't know if you remember Miley Cyrus was on an episode of Joe Rogan. And I never really fully connect to Joe Rogan, but I had to watch my Miley. And he, so she loves drag queens and drag race. And so he didn't know what it was. So she put, they're putting on videos and it's Kennedy Davenport and she's jumping splits onto the ground. And Miley goes, yeah, it's Kennedy. You know, who Kennedy is, oh, I know every single one they of them. They all do the same move. They drop down and do the splits. That's what I think when I'm watching your shows too, you know, all the same stuff. But, <laughs> but yeah. this, this move of the split. Murder. Murder Miley, charge. What's good, Miley? What's good? What's good? I mean, I watched that like little bit. Ten, I think it's fifteen seconds. I mean, I just told it to you ver- verbatim. I watched it over and over. And anyone that posted it, I was just like, "You're the hottest fucking bitch on this planet." To me, Miley is like, I have such a crush on her. I have such a crush on Miley. She is very sexy. Just in, she has a sexy voice. She has a sexy when she's not doing. Um, uh, wearing like Jordan jerseys and grills era was obviously <laughs> incredibly problematic, but her new like rock and roll covers kind of Joan Jett era. I'm like, girl, this is this should have been it all along. Yeah, but she, you know, she is young and evolving. I think Miley will be a staple in our lives for decades. Um, I think she. I mean, Dolly Parton is her godmother. Joan Jett likes her. Like, all of these legends have been like, you're our bitch. Let's sing together. Stevie Nicks. Like, they all like her, and that means something, I think. And she does love the music. She also has nothing to prove. I mean, she did songs with the Flaming Lips, put it on SoundCloud for free. Doesn't matter. She put out an EP, which is, like, my favorite. I listen to it all the time. It didn't blow up. She's worth $150 million. She doesn't need money. She doesn't need approval. She doesn't need anything. She could do what she wants, and that's, like, I mean, the backyard sessions were all free and then she did some that were for like the happy hippie foundation or whatever yeah but joe to me it's like you like mma that's just kicking how would you see a man with his dick tucked taped in his asshole wearing heels full hair makeup outfit jump in the air and do the splits on the ground like even if that every single queen does that how is that how is that every time it should be remarkable yeah it's like fun all the and it's on beat and it's with the song and to like see kennedy davenport do that and go i don't know it's kind of boring it's just like and how quick she was to shut him down and kept going and he was even taken aback i mean he laughs but i'm sure he had a moment of like okay and it's like yeah go fuck yourself all you probably talk about is like 
weightlifting. I don't know. Yeah, MMA is just kicking and podcasting is just talking and music is just like a lot of musicians play the same set. It's like that's yeah. such a stupid criticism to be like, I don't know. A lot of times they do the same things. It's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. It's and not even about that. He did say like, oh, this I should watch it. And he did. It's yeah. not like he was a dick the whole time. And part of his um, why that interview is great is she talks nonstop like he maybe says eight words but also (laughs) in it what's embarrassing is he's giving her advice on how to be famous and it's like She's got it under she's control, babes. You know? Fine. She's been famous since she was like 12, dog. Yeah, like, what like, are we talking about? He keeps being like, so do you have a weightlifting regime? Like, who are you working out with? And it's like, I think Miley's got the best people. And like, her <laughs> her therapist writes book. Like, she saw a book called it. Like, Miley doesn't need your input, Fear Factor. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> insane. Yeah. I mean, if Miley needs help. She has people that will give her the help. Yeah, She's, Dolly Parton will give her some yeah, advice. Like, <laughs> yeah, the people in her circle are like the most powerful people. It's like, okay, She's got it. She's got it handled. Yeah. So it was just embarrassing for him to be like, yeah, I think you should do this to get more in line with being able to be famous for longer. And it's like, okay. And she talks about how like she dresses up for shit because she's in the school of Dolly Parton. So and then she goes, but I ripped these nails off the moment I'm out of here. And I love that. Like, I love love that. that. She's a fucking pro. My mom used to tell me that I should wear cute pajamas because you never know who you'll meet in your dreams. Isn't that kind of scary? <laughs> it is, but it's cute. Yeah. That, that, um, does have, that does have horrifying vibes, though. I will, I will say it's a sweet thing um, to say, but ooh. No, I think what the aliens take away from this, right, is like one, drag is incredible. Yeah, because that's the thing. The first thing I wrote down on my phone when I started it was drag race. And I'm like, you can't just say drag. You can, you, let's be fun, more creative. But dra- I thought this was a way to incorporate my queen and right traffic. yeah but you're understanding really smart, like yeah that was, was a really, really smart, smart dual headed you really i mean that might be one i mean of you got a woman picks. taking down a man you have yeah. you know attitude sass you have Miley you know fandom. defending the defending queer culture and i love someone that famous being a f- super fan of someone else you know because she follows all the queens if you go on any queen miley's following and that's cool too where it's like i love that she's also still fans of stuff yes. yeah a-listers admitting that they're like not just into something, but super fans is huge to me. I love that. Yeah, like Rihanna DMing different housewives and being like, I choose you. Like, that's so Yeah, cool. I, I think that's so funny. I think it's so much cooler than being like, I've been there, I'm good. Like, yeah. no, tell us what you like. I want the aliens to know that we need to take a break. I think that'd be cool for them to understand. Welcome, Bark. Bark. Shelby, it's kind of, do you love or hate that that's become part of the pod? Well, here's the thing is uh, you've stopped saying it with conviction, you know? Ooh, oh, <laughs> you actually, you know what? Hey, good note. Welcome, Welcome Bark. Bark. Was that good? Yeah, it was better. I love when podcasts have their own lexicon. Those are the only ones I listen to where they have their own little language. I like that. We have a little yeah. language. Welcome we have Bark. a little language, but Caleb knows that at the beginning I wasn't sold. And then ever since I've gotten sold, he started going, okay, welcome, Bark. The fight was um, part of it. I mean, you know, the chase, this is life. The chase, the, uh, the, the thing about life is that the chase is always the fun part. And then you get what you wanted and you go, ah, 
I could have done with or without. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the going after it is like so sexy and hot. And then you get it. You get Shelby to agree to welcome Bark. And then you go, mm, I want to fuck somebody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes sense if you, if you know okay, what I mean. Okay, I mean, we about. can find another thing to say at a different part in the podcast. No problem. Lisa. Um, Lisa, we're going to play a game called This or That. This. Or That. Love it. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. That's so true. 60 seconds on the clock. We're going to run through a list of things that are one or the other. You'll pick one really quick. I think in theory, the idea is that one goes to space, one does not. But ultimately, it's whatever you pick. You just pick what you pick. The name of the game is to be quick. Speed. And the time starts now. Ketchup or ranch? Ooh, fuck ranch. Needing to fart or needing to sneeze? Needing to sneeze. Deal or no deal? Deal. Stabler or Benson? Benson. Crunchy peanut butter or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. Bad breath or body odor? Body odor. Whoa. Loud loud neighbors (laughs) or nosy neighbors? Uh, Nosy neighbors. Store-bought or homemade? Mm, Homemade. Plans or surprises? Surprises. Jimmy Buffett or Jimmy Carter? (laughs) Um, I'll take Buffett. Chicken soup or chicken soup for the soul? Chicken soup. Three eyes or two noses? Three eyes. Lin-Manuel Miranda or Miranda Hobbs? Miranda Hobbs. Macy Gray or Macy's Day Parade? Um, <laughs> Macy's Day Parade. Libertarian or vegetarian? Vegetarian. Mustard as lube or lube as mustard? Lube as mustard. <laughs> uh, okay, last one. Unlimited cocaine or limited two? Limited two. Amazing. Amazing. Great job. Those really were got fun. through a lot. Damn. I do, <laughs> I do regret that because I love ketchup with eggs. Like, I wouldn't put ranch on eggs, but ranch on a salad. Like, give me a Cobb salad with some ranch. Yeah, that's a hard ketchup or ranch is actually, I think, really unfair. For me, it's going to be ranch every time. I also am looking at crunchy peanut butter right now, but it was a mistake. Smooth is better. Smooth is better, I think. Talk me through your choice on mustard as lube or lube as mustard. <laughs> uh huh. I don't want food in my pussy because I don't want to get an infection. <laughs> but don't and you think eating lube would be dangerous? We've all gotten no. lube in our mouth. Like yeah. Lube like, has gotten in your orifices. It's not going to kill you. They can't, like lube can't be poison. So you can eat it. It's going inside of me either way. So at that point. Yeah, but yeah, when I put like right. mustard on a dog, it's a spread. A tiny know, little. Like, you're, you're right. You're right. So I can like take some tasteless or weird silicone, you know, it's fine. To me, the craziest choice you made was body odor over bad breath. Yeah, that shocked me. I like body odor. You like it. (laughs) Yeah, I like people's, yeah, I like armpits. Like I like it. Cool. I'm into that. That's huge. I love that. Bad breath is like you're like it's embarrassing if you don't if you don't know that you have bad breath. You could be paranoid that you have it. It sucks talking to someone with bad breath. Then you have to talk like, do you tell them? Do you not? But if someone's just stinky or like, okay, they forgot deodorant. Oh, it's a hot day. Whatever they're smelling. There's just less like um, uncomfortableness. It is something that it's like you can't really help it. And there is something a little bit more charming about that than bad breath it also feels good like if you're like working out or out there or playing beach volleyball or like you're out and about or you went rollerblading it's kind of like i smell but i had such a fun time or like i i yes. danced so hard at this concert or i went to this club like it means you had a good time if you're like sweaty so true yeah okay. there's different kinds of bo for sure there's like crotch bo ass bo pit bo i mean it really there's so many different ways that you can smell bad that <laughs> yeah. bo is kind of broad bad breath is usually pretty like 
it, it's not necessarily one note, but it's pretty specific. To your point, Lisa, it is not a sign of anything other than like maybe you ate onions or something. It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. I do have a fucked up story. So this is like from <sighs> someone else, but someone had really bad breath and she was trying everything and nothing worked. She went to the doctor and in her throat was like a loose flap of skin that was like in a pouch and food was getting stuck in it. So it was like rotted food in her throat. <laughs> no. That, no. The, no. The thought of that just made me so sick. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Ew. So she had to go to like an ear, no, nose, and can't throat be specialist, that. I guess? Yeah, she, they had to like cut out the pouch, so. Caleb's about to go anyway. He doesn't have bad breath and he's about to go just to make sure. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that is how I live my life. But God, that's so gross. I mean, rotting food, it, it literally is, it's so, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's so gross. The idea that food can just sit in your mouth and your teeth, if you don't floss, like in the, and just like be rotting in the place where you talk. It's, I don't, it, I can't do it. I can't imagine it. I can't, but I don't floss. Even Mike is sort Lisa. of, Mike, Mike is like really scared, like grossed out right now. Oh my, too. yeah. He's upset. Lisa, you have to be <laughs> flossing girl. What can we do about this? I don't know. My dentist, call, like every dentist I've ever been to is like, you have such good teeth. You were born with, su- can you just please put some effort in? Like I have good <laughs> teeth and I just like will refuse to brush at night or sometimes I j- I've just never f- flossed ever as a consistent person. And I bought the plastic things. I bought the thing. I bought it all. And like my mom flosses all the time. It's not like I was raised by wolves and I don't, it's like my one self-destructive weird thing. I don't know. Ugh, I get it. It's fucking hard. I used to be so bad at brushing my teeth as a kid that they made me sit in the dentist chair and watch a video of a monkey brushing his teeth. And the messaging was sort of, if a monkey can do it, you surely could also do it. And I just had, it was like, it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. <laughs> it was like Shame there being can be like, important. It was sitting there for like 20 minutes while they were just kind of like, see how he does it. And it was just like a primate being like... <laughs> They can do a lot of shit they shouldn't be doing. Sometimes they speak and well, they're it's really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like when they do some of the advanced stuff. I want to hug a monkey. I just want like a monkey to sit. Like, I just want that so bad. I'd love to meet a little monkey in an intimate fashion. So cute. I would love that for you. I actually would love that too. I would love that for me. I had a friend in high school whose dad owned like seven monkeys and um he should i think it might have been illegal he was um, into weird shit that guy probably and um yeah he owned a lot of monkeys and we would go over there and play with the monkeys they wore diapers sometimes they would throw things at you we would touch them um Did you know it, it was what it was oh sure it smelled bad yeah it smelled horrible and they um, all just lived in the house they lived yeah in the basement they had their own little part of the basement that was like they had a big cage built that was like floor to ceiling um and it was like a thing you'd be like oh what are we doing tonight oh there's nothing to really do do you guys want to go play with you know this girl's monkeys and then we would go do that was it fun? like did you know it was special when you were doing it I did. I because I anybody I ever told that didn't go to my school, like if I told like a cousin or someone that went to another school, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" And I, <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." And then they would be like, "We're gonna come visit sometime." And I'd be like, "Well, I don't know if she'll be free that night, but I'll try." And I would try to get people over to the monkeys. That is better than a pool. That is. It like, is better than a pool. That's big so time cool. better than a pool. There's public <laughs> pools. There's not public monkeys. No. Not that you can interact with. Don't don't if anybody listening is thinking about saying zoo to me, don't say zoo to me because they keep them locked up. No, do you wait? You are. I mean, your SVU video is like the best with the lawyers. But do you watch? Did you watch the episode with the monkey with Kimba popping out of the basketball? 
what episode? We is must this? have. We've seen every. Episode. I mean, we've seen every episode, but I can't remember that. It was wildlife. It was also like a uh, stabler goes undercover, and it's like um, animal trafficking. And Craig finds this basketball at the airport and opens it, and Kimba the monkey like comes out and hugs him. And we interviewed Captain Cragen, and I asked. We were like, we got to talk about the monkey. And I, he goes, I loved Kimba. I would feed it gummy bears. We became friends. He goes, I didn't know it would hug me, and I. I couldn't believe it and he was very happy to be hugged by the monkey too i love that you interviewed don't tell me his name dan florek yeah nice yeah. hell yeah. yeah yeah it's really thrilling covid really helped us because people were bored <laughs> people were bored and they were we watching us for you we got celebs i mean wyclef jean came on our podcast and we're like what but no one was working <laughs> people were like anything anything yeah. to be seen and heard and yeah. understood <laughs> <laughs> no, they should want to uh, go Lisa. on now. Oh, yeah. Yes, go ahead, Charlie. I'll move on. Um, what is next on your record? Which is fun. Uh, an SVU alum. But number three, Ludacris, What's Your Fantasy? Give it to me, please. The best song ever. Give it to me now. I want to lick you from your head to your toes. And I want to move from the bed down to the down to the floor. And I want to you make it so good. I don't want to leave. But I got to know what's your fantasy. Now tell us what you love about this song. So two years ago, I think, three years ago, time is weird. I had a great apartment in New York. I ended up having carbon monoxide poisoning. There were problems. <laughs> but when I first moved in, giant, huge backyard, I go, mm. I'm throwing a party. I spent $3,000 on this party. Okay. Lisa. I got heat lamps, tables, chairs. I got Molly, booze. I had little <laughs> bags of chips, 12 pounds of candy. How are you DJ. setting out the Molly for people? Like, what was the delivery service? Um, my friend who was dressed as like Mr. Freeze looked crazy and he was handing the pills to people. <laughs> I was just curious because if you're buying it for everyone, there's got to be some way that they're set out, you know? And I, and I, I was to gonna charge people for the molly because i'm like i've paid for everything but then he had the dose was too big and he had to break them i'm like you can't make people pay for broken broken pills so i just had to (laughs) you had to eat that cost yeah um but all the sound equipment i got a great dj he killed it everyone was dancing i had like spooky light bulbs with like shapes i had blood prints everywhere it was like a real thing and when what's your fantasy came on such a feeling people the ground shook oh my god the ground shook everyone was dancing and then when that rap was like yeah the whole apartment shook everyone rapped every word i felt so united with everyone there and i was like this is the song of culture like this brings everyone wants to fuck and he and (laughs) no matter if you don't want to get fucked on the 40 yard line maybe in the dirt you know like there's something for everyone and then i saw a funny joke someone said i I wish i remembered who it was but they were like it's funny that in seventh grade we were like I like to, yeah, like make it hurt. Like that's so fucked up as children. But I think that's why we all like uh, to get choked a little nowadays. And I just think it's like (laughs) vulgar, sexy, but not over the top. And I think it's just such a perfect dance song. And the aliens can learn about how we like to fuck if they don't have fucking on their planet. Oh my God. I've never considered that they don't have fucking. And they know about kinks. 
Yeah, so it's like the in the car, I, in the library, on top of books, but you can't be too loud. You know, it's like ev- everything. We're giving them the the guide. <laughs> it's instructional. It's the it's the pamphlet in the, the in the airplane. It's Ludacris's definitive guide to sex human human sexuality. And I have to say, I saw Ludacris live, um, however many years ago, and he hit after hit after hit like he is so cool and he's what five two that never stopped him it never stopped him from also being fucking hot he's hot which i i wouldn't you know i don't like to say things like that on the pod because i like to keep it pretty chaste on here but sorry ludicrous ludicrous is fucking hot shelby's making the most disgusted face shelby why i don't think luda's hot Almost at all. You don't think Luda's hot. Did you agree with me, Lisa? No, he is hot and his wife's hot. And he posted a video of her, of her like straddling him, shaking her butt. And he's a great father and actor. And I'm Googling him right now. And here's the thing. I would say 50% of the time he's hot and 50% of the time he's so actively unhot to me that it's hard for me to know where I land. But that's like an America's Next Top Model thing. You want someone with a little twist. You don't want just textbook pretty. You want someone to look weird sometimes. Yeah. And you know what? In that case, it is Luda. But he sometimes really hot. Yeah. Other times really uh just like couldn't even get it from me well you know when i decided that he's hot because i have i guess i do know what you mean i guess i have gone back and forth now that i'm seeing some of these pictures it's bringing up some memories when i really decided and i'm not making this up just because lisa's here was when he did his 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 turn on svu those couple of episodes when he was wearing his little suit and being mean to people in the courtroom i was like god damn ludicrous is sexy and i like when the sexy pushes through that he was one of the worst villains of svu yeah he stabbed a pregnant woman's belly you know it's like that's bad yeah well he had his reasons yeah (laughs) (laughs) now hold now hold on now no i mean yeah okay i'm against that no one should do that but same with pablo schreiber like his character is just like the worst terrorized benson serial killer burnt off his fingertips but you're like damn pablo you are hot you know he is fine delaney williams who plays one of the lawyers uh, he's one of the worst characters on SVU and he is so delightful as a person. He, is it Buchanan? Yes. Yes. Well, because it's funny because Bu- his Twitter bio is like, loves to play the guy you love to hate. Yeah. Loves yeah. To, <laughs> the guy who loves to play the guy you love to hate on the show you hate to love or whatever the fuck. It's yeah. like something. He's like a real sweetie. <laughs> he, <laughs> Do you want to fuck him? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. Do you? <laughs> No, no, no. Um, his real social media, yeah, it's just like him posting pictures of sunsets and stuff, and then on <laughs> yeah, or like respond. I like posted once something about like I'm too, I'm almost too old to die young or something, and he was like better than like he like had a really sincere response to it, and it made I it made me like almost cry. <laughs> For some reason, him responding earnestly was like touching to me. You were crying out of anger. You hate when people are sincere. You were mad. No, I love sincerity. Unfortunately, oh. I have too much of it. Well, here's some sincerity for you. Lisa, we should talk about what's next on your records. So number four, even though no, like I'm saying I didn't want to just like do. Uh, did you just compliment yourself? I like yeah, big that. Time, big time, I did, baby. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't want to just do a show, but I had to. Bojack Horseman, I Ooh. love. I know it's in like newer, but it's so smart and good, and so many depths of layers and jokes and analysis of the world, but so funny. And it's my bedtime show. Yeah. So I've now watched it dozens of times. It's just always in the background. And I love that you can cry. 
you can laugh that the aliens will learn about Hollywood. They'll learn about animation. They'll learn about mental illness. Uh, they'll learn about depression, alcoholism. They'll learn about friendship, relationships, love, like fear, everything. And then, you know, Hollywood, which I like. Are you at all worried about what they will learn that is not true to the to the real world, which is like dogs and horses <laughs> and cats yeah, all does that being... Scare you? talking and running Hollywood because I just got defensive I was like what's not real like I in my head I was like what the fuck does she think but you are right I didn't think you don't have to have concerns about it I'm just wondering if if that is a fear because it is such a real the emotion oh we don't why can't we trick them a little too Okay. Hey, we're on this podcast. We are on record for saying we'd love to trick the aliens. Also, yeah. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. I just uh, so passionate, but I've noticed it. Oh, this you is your record. Later. You can interrupt us however much you want. Also, who said Hollywood's not really run by dogs? Caleb, but. I'm going to leave the call. <laughs> the way, the way. And yeah, I knew it would upset everybody, but the way it upset everybody, man, that was yeah. tough. That was tough. Mike, Mike left the call. Yeah, Mike quit. Mike just messaged us. He quits. <laughs> That's kind of insane. Michael. I didn't think about that. I think it'll be fun because the animal characteristics are still real, even though they're not chatting. And there are still humans. And who knows if in 50 years, maybe that will be our life. That's fair. I My concern isn't even that they're seeing the animals talk. It's that it is such a real depiction of like a lot of humanity, but it is depicted by like a fish wearing pants. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but... I'm all for the aliens thinking that dogs are are our like lead actors, are our main celebrities. Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, just like different personality types. Like in that they would learn that people aren't perfect because Britney's perfect, Miley's perfect. All these things are perfect. And then you have like the you know, where we really lack goodness. Yeah. Do you guys watch the show? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I've seen I've seen some of it here and there. I just think it, like a chicken, like I like when a chicken's scared and an egg fell out. Like that's so funny. But then also, yeah, so yeah, many yeah, jokes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lisa Kudrow as the owl is like my favorite. Wanda, like that. She she has the famous quote where she goes, "You know, it's funny when you look at someone through rose-colored glasses. All the red flags just look like flags." When she said that line, it truly like. Gave me chills in a way. Yeah, because I'm someone that projects too much on romantic partners. And that was really like, oh, yeah, you can't do that because then you just make excuses for like compulsive liars. You know what I mean? Bojack Horseman. Great show. It's a really <laughs> smart show. The black sheep. Oh, yeah. Like like the black sheep of the family is a black sheep. You know, it's yep. like so layered in punchlines and visual jokes. And it's about stand up comedy. So they can learn about stand up a little bit. Lisa, what else would you put on your records? So my final thing, this is a newer thing that's entered my life. But I think she lives how we all live a lot and I think it's Emma Chamberlain I know she's only 20 but I love her and she teaches me a lot and I'm grateful for all her YouTube channels what does she do on YouTube nothing baby nothing she does nothing I'm making a mantra right now because my coffee machine broke I ordered a new one but apparently she makes coffee (laughs) she changes the kitty litter she works she does make coffee now she has a coffee business yeah and she um, and she never wants to get out of bed and she'll do two tasks and then she'll be like, OK, I bought groceries. I, I got to get into bed. And then she just sits on her phone watching YouTube or TikTok for hours. And then she'll be like, I started reading. OK, I'm going to read. And then that's it. It's like a day in the life of an actual 
how we live as millennials or whatever. Like, obviously, people that have really hard jobs, it's different. She's a multimillionaire teen. But I feel like, especially pandemic, like, she just encapsulated our lives. She is a really likable, like... I mean, now she's 20, but when she was a teenager, all these teen TikTokers and whatever, I'm like, ugh, she's really likable. Well, she's the OG and she was herself. And now she's created the archetype of a YouTuber. And now people act like her. But she was the first girl to be like, I have acne. I don't like my skin. Yeah, I'm burping on camera. I'm depressed. I feel sad. I don't know what to do. And I'm going to be real with you. And then Caleb, she'll also like, she'll go and just get all the coffees in town and rate them. And I like that. Or she'll be like, I'm going to go to all the fast foods, get the vegetarian option, and I'll tell you which one's best. And uh, she loves Trader Joe's. And I'm not really good at stuff. So even though she's only 20, I'm like, oh, parchment paper on a cooking sheet. Good one, Emma. You know, like I learned. (laughs) You're like, yes, I do like that you did that. (laughs) Yeah. And she, um, I bought her planner. This is the best. I don't know why this wasn't an invention before. So it's like, it has fun activities and games in it. But the planner also like, there's no dates or months written anywhere. So you can start when you want, give up. You know, usually it's like, great, I this doesn't apply to me anymore and I couldn't be organized for seven months and now this is in the garbage and I have to buy another one. This one, it's just all blank. You can add the month, you can add a week, you can do whatever you want and that's very helpful. Yeah, I love that because I've thrown away a lot of planners because I skipped two months and then was like, well, I guess, you know. Yeah, but this, it's like wherever you want, but she's like positive, but then also... I love Louis Vuitton and she's the Louis Vuitton girl right now. So she has all the Louis bags. She goes to fashion week. You know, she's a Levi's girl. She's doing ads. She's making money. Um, But also just doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, even her TikTok is like, she's, I think friends are at least like in the same tier of like the D'Amelio's, the Addison Rays, but they all like kill themselves making the perfect TikTok and Emma Chamberlain like sits in her room records herself starting to dance and giving up and it's like cool I guess I'll boast that <laughs> I also, <It's> her- <laughs> she also does things for jokes and now they're my reality like she'll be like vibe check eh, and now I do like I am constantly vibe checking and peace signing to people I'm like you cannot just do everything this child's doing um, she's also very into like I eat healthy to feel good. Like I, she's just real and honest and open and lazy and wants to just lay around all day and uh, be on her phone. And I really, and she doesn't have that many friends and yeah, <laughs> she's kind she, of alone a lot and she's not, she is young. So she'll be like, plums are delicious. I can't get enough plums. And I bet she's teaching people about plums, you know? I mean, even I guess this is like also in LA, there's a farmer's market truly every day. But one of her videos that I watched today just to like get into her vids was... Um, oh, see, I thought you like, were a fan because you seem like you I used am. to oh, No, okay. I am. I Grace Coolenschmidt and I spent like a day talking about how we were I'm both kind of like... I'm glad to know how to say her last name. Thank you for saying that out loud. Finally, we, um, someone says it. Yeah. We once just talked for like a full day about how we were kind of embarrassed to admit that we really liked Emma Chamberlain. <laughs> like we were like, we really like her. Is that okay? No, people come but, out of the woodwork. Like I'll post something and then I'll get a message being like, oh my God, I like her too. Everyone's embarrassed. That's yeah. old. <laughs> no, I am a fan. I just haven't watched a lot of her YouTube regularly. So I rewatched a little bit today, but there was one where she was like, she said something that was like, farmer's markets are only on Sundays. And that's just so 
untrue here and it was so funny to me that she was just like things that I like about Sundays is that it is the farmer's markets days it's the day that the farmer's markets happen and I was like it's the day that one of them happens for sure babe but there's so many others she was like I never plan enough to do it at the I love going to the farmer's market but I I don't like wasting food and I like always forget at the grocery store and then I was kind of like well you can go on a Tuesday you can go on a Wednesday you can go whenever you want I wanted to like reach out no comment comment (laughs) Lisa's like, please comment. We need to help her. I do wish she was a little more gay. She's very... um, She could be queer. And she chooses not to be. She's very heteronormative. She's very much like, I can't wait to find a cute boy and be a mom. Like, she... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she could. And, a boy and mom. I, I feel like she does serve a little bit of bi energy, and she's she's pushing it away. And I, and I want her to lean in a little harder. Yeah. I agree. I love to tell a 20 year old how to be sexually, but um, Emma. Well, it's just annoying that there's <laughs> even a two lane highway. You know, it's just like it would just life would just be so much easier and more fun if there was never like this guideline that then you had to break free from. It was just always free, you know? So true. Because even if you're not like fully gay or something like you could like I wish there was just it was easier to be like, oh, I do like that person and I will fuck them, but then maybe I'll go back to this gender or whatever, you know? Yeah. Wait, also, did you watch Emma Chamberlain at all when she was in like, what did they call the sisters when she was one of the sisters with James Charles and the Dolan twins? I watched some Dolans. They don't, I don't really like them. And then I watched like the friends she goes to Coachella with Olivia and all these girls. Like, I don't like anyone but Emma, really. I literally, that's how I feel. I'm like, everyone she hangs out with is annoying. That's why she doesn't hang out with them. She's like always alone because she has bad friends. I'm like, girly, come out with us. We will introduce you to some cool people. I love that you said girly like Meg Stolter on Hacks. Girly. (laughs) Girly. Girly. Yeah, it was so good. Wait, Lisa, we have one more question for you. Yes. If you could delete anything from the record of humanity and it doesn't have to be the big stuff it doesn't have to be war and famine yeah um poverty uh what would you delete this might be in line with too big so i can change it if you don't love it but i would say the Koch brothers (laughs) is that fucked no because you're not serious no because you're not deleting the things that they've done which i love as a choice you're deleting them <laughs> I love that you're like them, their energy, the fact that they exist. I support that. Yeah, they're vo- it's just like everything terrible is because of them. It is crazy. Like they are in charge of everything. Anytime you're like, this is fucked, you're like, oh, the Koch brothers decided this. They funded this. They're involved with this. I'm actually really mad that I don't have a better answer for what to delete from the culture. Who do I? Oh, oh Olivia Munn. No. Um, <laughs> Just, it Mike devolves is into bullying. Taken aback it devolves by straight that. into Mike, bullying. Mike just went, like, got fully, like, physically reactive to that one. Oh, do you think? Does Mike love Olivia? It seems it. What did she do to you, Lisa? You know, there's just celebs. You're just like, I don't like you. And I just, it's been that since the moment I saw her. And I know she's a real human with, you know, feelings and great qualities, I'm sure. But even her, like, Vogue 73 questions bore. It's like, it's like a hot girl that likes nerdy shit and it's like, here, have the world. And I don't love that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. bothers me. What's something you can't be subjected to for too long? Someone belittling <laughs> someone else. See, I think Olivia Munn is so hot. It's so and I think that that's awesome hard. It's so hard to be Olivia Munn listening to this podcast, but she does. And find out that when you didn't feel comfortable deleting the Coke brothers, you went to her. <laughs> 
that was the that was how close she was to being safe. Oh God, Lisa. Thank you so much for doing Thank this. This has been me. an incredible episode. Where can people find you? At Glitter Cheese on the internet or uh, That's Messed Up um, is a podcast wherever you pod. And you should listen to it after this episode. We're at the end of this episode. That means you get to yeah. sort of and if leave you know a comment. Ludicrous personally, let him know we'd like to get him. Yeah, we'd love to have him on that pod. Luda listens to the pod. So Luda. <laughs> Luda, let's just go straight to the source. <laughs> I'm sorry I said you weren't hot. Sometimes I do think that you are. You should uh, go on That's Messed Up, the podcast. You know what? This was a good episode, I have to say. Yes. <laughs> that was a HeadGum original.